engaging life in a loving, rational way. Every Wednesday from 4 to 5 p.m. New York time, I interview fellow pioneers in the human sciences. Call in to ask questions or share your views on 888-874-4888 to talk with me and my guests live on the air on Wednesdays, 4 to 5 p.m. New York time. Join me on prn.fm. Hi, this is John Lobel. You can hear my show Visionaries at 10 a.m. on Mondays on PRN. And guess what? PRN now has its own app. So you've always been able to listen to our shows by going to your web browser and putting in prn.fm. And then you can listen to the current show that's on air. But you can now download onto your smartphone Android and iPhone, our PRN browser, search for it in your app store, and you can listen live to whatever's on at the moment. So download now our PRN.FM app. This is PRN, Progressive Radio Network. Zuma Zuma Bacala. Hey everybody, it's Progressive Radio Network, and this is Gerald Salenti with Trends this week. Thanks for tuning in. And again, another week. Another week of craziness. How low can we go? Eh, pretty low. So, what's going on? Well, as you well know, how long have I been talking about gold going to $2,000 an ounce? Eh, five years. I said it had to break over $1,450 an ounce for it to move higher. And it did. And we sent out a trend alert, trend alert, trend alert, June 4th. Excuse me, June 6th, 2019. Yep, let's see, July, August, September, just about three months ago. And what was gold then? $1,332 an ounce. Hey, what's gold today? $1,493 an ounce. It came down from its high. And its high was around $1,552 an ounce back about a week ago. And where is it going to go? Well, Citigroup says gold could go to $2,000 an ounce. They just came out with this. Citigroup released an analyst note yesterday that, quote, we expect spot gold prices to trade stronger for longer, possibly breaching $2,000 an ounce and positive new cyclical highs at some point in the next year or two. Duh. Hey, no kidding. Oh, no, wait a minute, Salenti. Citibank said it. When you say it, 
the mainstream prostitutes who used to have you on all the time on CNBC, Fox, Oprah, the Today Show, Good Morning America, CBS Evening News, CBS This Morning, you name it, I've been there. No more Salenti because we don't like when he says things that we don't like. But when the banksters speak, hey, we're prostitutes, so we bend down and we take it. Yeah, because we're prostitutes. We get paid to put out. Could you imagine, you know, the insult of this? These are my words almost exactly. And again, there are other people that have been forecasting gold going up. But no one, no one, no one anywhere. And if you can find it, please let me know so I won't say it if it wasn't true and I knew differently. No one pinpointed the date. June 6th, 2019, the gold bull run. And the reason gold is going up is simply because more cheap monetary methadone injected into the system. That's right. Over 30 central banks, 30 central banks this year have lowered interest rates. Hey, just uh, last week, Russia joined the club. And how about those Chinese? Well, we're not going to lower interest rates. So yes, we will. We'll do that and we'll call something else reserve ratio requirements lowered, meaning that the banks could lower more money out even though they don't have any to back it up. And the reason gold went down the reasons they gave was that uh, U.S.-China trade relations, you know, are, are improving. It has nothing to do with the price of gold. Nothing, zero, nada. And just, just to divert for one moment, all this talk about trade wars and tariffs is a lot of BS. It's, it's talk. It's not facts. The facts are showing a totally different story. Like, India, India, oh yeah, we're in a trade war with India. No, no, India's in a trade war with China. No, India's not in a trade war with anybody. Their economy's tanking. Nothing to do with trade war. We can make it up and pretend it does, but how about those India car sales falling 41%? That's right. Passenger cars for the month came down 41% from a year earlier. This is the fifth month of double-digit losses. Nothing to do with trade wars. And remember, the Indian car industry, oh, this is a big one, you know. It was, this, is, this is being boomed by the hopes of a you know, new, newly uh, created middle class. And let's face it, they got over 1.4 billion people there. Depending on whose numbers, 1.3 billion, 1.2 billion. So, oh, everybody's caught off guard by this. We didn't understand it. We didn't see why it was coming. Because it's a global slowdown. The only thing that kept the markets higher was monetary methadone injected into the system by the banksters, the banksters, the dirty, disgusting, evil banksters. I call them dirty, disgusting, evil banksters because, hey, I'm a warrior of the Prince of Peace. And you know what the Prince of Peace did? Yeah, he drove the money changers out of the temple. Money changers just changed their name. That's all. Same crew. Same disgusting immorality. He's got different names now. Now they're the Goldman Sachs gang. The Merrill Lynch mob. So, going back. More cheap money, India lowering interest rates, everybody lowering interest rates, jump, jumping into the cheap money pit. 
And the cheap money pit, by the way, is only enriched the very rich. Median U.S. household income showed no growth in 2018, according to the World Socialist Organization. No, 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 I'm only kidding. It's by the uh, Census Bureau. They released these figures yesterday. Median household income in the United States is at 1999 levels. While the rich got much, 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 much richer. Because we live in a corporate society that enriches the rich. The bigs get bigger and everybody else gets poorer. More lower interest rates are going to push gold prices up higher. I maintain my forecast. That gold had to break strongly above 1450 an ounce, which it is now has following my 6th June trend alert. For the gold bull run, for it to spike toward a $2,000 an ounce range. And above. I also maintain that the downside gold risk is at the $1,390 per ounce level. And the Trends Journal motto is think for yourself, I do not give financial advice. We have no advertisers in the Trends Journal. And, and a new announcement, a new announcement. When I began the Trends Journal in 1991, it was a quarterly newsletter. Over a year ago, it became a monthly. And now, beginning next Tuesday and every Tuesday, it will be a weekly. And from going from a, quarter, from a, a quarterly excuse me, from a monthly to a weekly. So now instead of getting 12 issues, you're getting 52. We raise the price zero. The same price for a weekly as it was for a monthly. Trendsjournal.com trendsjournal.com, the only magazine on earth where you will read history before it happens. Think of the stupidity of the prostitute mainstream media giving you yesterday's news today. This is what happened. When you turn in, tune into the Trends Journal and you get trend alerts, trends in the news broadcasts, we give you tomorrow's news today. So, going back, we have, I have called the trend like no one else has, and I'm also calling the greatest depression the only one saying so in those words. They're still debating whether or not there's going to be a recession. And that's why you heard our El Presidente of Los Estados Unidos tweet, 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 tweet today on his continuing attack on the Fed's interest rate policy, blaming them for slowing down the U.S. economy. So Trump tweeted, quote, the Federal Reserve should get our interest rates down to zero or less. And we should then start to refinance our debt. Interest could, interest cost could be brought way down. That's all in caps. While at the same time, substantially lengthening the term. More cheap dough. This is the Trump, by the way, if my memory serves me correctly, 
that was making fun of these low interest rates when he was running for president in the presidential reality show. The low interest rates are a war against savers. When I was a boy, people used to retire on their savings account. And they moved to Florida. Now, what do they do? Hey, go to Switzerland. Put your money in the bank. You get back 0.75% interest. Minus 0.75. That's what you heard me right. Minus 0.75 interest you get. These negative yields and the bonds, they reverse temporarily. You want to go into zero or less interest rates? More negative bond yields. Want to get negative bond yield or you want to go into gold? And once again, as it happened before, negative zero interest rate policy, quantitative easing bond buying, lowering reserve ratio requirements so banks can loan more money to boost sagging economies, plus new rounds of fiscal stimulus. This is big from nations across the globe and whatever cheap money injection schemes that central bankers will invent are the fundamentals that will push gold prices higher. Now you're talking about fiscal stimulus. So get ready in the United States to hear we're going to rebuild our infrastructure. That's what Trump promised three years ago that he never did. And they're going to be doing it all over the world. More fiscal stimulus. More moronic spending of our money by government, state, local, and federal. To build more municipal buildings and more junk that we don't need so they're low-life bureaucrats could have better places to work in and tell us what to do, treat us like garbage, and get pensions and benefits so that we can retire for life in a, in a way that we all, most of us wish we could. Anytime you go to get your license renewed, this, you get treated like garbage. And the police, ah, oh, had enough of this. The Kingston police, by the way, in Kingston, New York, are great. They don't bust your chops for little junk. And they're nice guys and women, and they're, they're very, very helpful. You go up on Route 28 over here, going to Woodstock, 15 minutes away, your state troopers all over the place. You're five miles over the limit. You didn't have your signal light on. Stand on your head. Repeat the alphabet backwards. How many drinks did you have? Where were you? And it's all over. They'll shoot you in the back. They ran out of store without paying for that. Fascist USA, going back to gold. How high gold goes, how high it runs, depends on how much cheap money and how fast essential banksters inject it into the financial system. End of story. So now, tomorrow, keep your eyes open and your ears open. The European Central Bank meets. And this is the farewell for Mario Draghi. And they're going to be lowering interest rates deeper into negative territory and inject more quantitative easing into the system. How low interest rates go and how much QE is injected will affect how fast gold prices rise. And next week, 
the U.S. Federal Reserve is expected to cut U.S. interest rates by another 25 basis points. That'll bring him down to 1.75. The last time the recession hit in 2007, it could bring him down from 5%. Now it only got 1.75. And, and, unless latest pressure from President Trump pushes them lower. 50 basis points. So that's where we are. The global economy is slowing down. China's exports again declined last month, as is its imports. And very important, for those of you that follow the news and the economics, they said Trump has been saying China's devaluing its currency, the yuan, purposely to increase exports. Guess what? The yuan went lower and exports went lower too. Now, it doesn't make that much of a difference. There's a global slowdown. The other thing they said that Middle East tensions have eased now that that moron Bolton, that low-life piece of garbage crap of a human being, Trump fired, is gone. That'll ease up, ease up tensions with Iran. No, it won't. Tensions are going to increase with Iran between the United States, Israel, and Saudi Arabia attacking them in some way or another. And they have, United States has greatly attacked Iran with the economic sanctions that are economic warfare that are driving misery into the nation. And the stupidity that, yeah, the worse the sanctions get, the people will hate the government and then they'll overthrow it. And they'll put it in the government we want. What crap, what morons, what imbeciles, what murderers, what thieves, what lowlifes. It's our government, Obama, Bush, Clinton, Reagan. Reagan, you know, as bad as he was, he did terrible economic things by enriching the rich more. And there was Grenada. Boy, he pulled out of Lebanon in a flash when they wiped out those American troops over there. And now, and now, it's bombs away America anywhere they want to go. And how low can they go? Well, they go pretty low. Yep. The United States dropped 80,000 pounds of bombs on a small Iraq island. We're targeting ISIS's. This Providence in Iraq on yesterday. United States officials said this is a hiding place for ISIS forces and said that these massive attacks would bring stability to the region. Stability becoming from the words of the most unstable people on earth. They also said that they destroyed all the vegetation there because the ISISs were hiding in the vegetation. Hey, does that remind you of Agent Orange in uh, Vietnam? Yeah, we're going to destroy all the vegetation so they got no place to hide. This is how sick, this is how sick the Pentagon people and the low-life politicians are in this nation. Don't occupy peace. Don't send a dime. Don't waste a dollar. Don't do anything. Because most people aren't. I would say just 99.999% of the people, despite my asking for donations on Progressive Radio Network now for well over two years, 
I think we got the grand total of about uh, $120. I may be on the high side. So don't send anything for Occupy Peace so that we can get a peace movement and bring back liberty, love, joy, and beauty. No, let's stay in this militarized, moronic state of destruction. Here's the bottom line and the deal. There will be no peace on earth. In my estimation, my humble estimation, until we bring beauty back. And you cannot have beauty in a state of war. Period. Paragraph. And that's all we are in a constant state of war and terror and fear. Look what they're doing to kids in all these schools, going through these moronic drills in case somebody comes in and starts shooting. And they got all these crazy guys dressed up with all this gear on, running in and doing these drills. That's as stupid and as inefficient and as moronic as when they had us hiding on the desks when an atom bomb was going to go off. And don't look at the flash. Hey, imbecile. Hey, moron. Hey, stupid. Hey, dumbbell. Hey, teacher who passed a test to teach us. Hey, ignorant fool telling little kids and high school kids to either hide under a desk or go in the hallway and put your hands behind your head and don't look at the flash. You got to be really stupid. That's how you got to be a teacher. Because guess what? Imbecile, moron, jerk who puts fear into kids and takes joy out of their lives. If they see the flash, they is dust as soon as that flash goes off. See it or not. And the, the education system in this school stinks. It's the school in this country stinks. It's moronic. It's brainwashing garbage. If it worked, you think we'd be in the trouble we have? I hated every day of school. Every day of school. And I was thinking. This past Sunday, I was driving down visit my sister in a nursing home how much of my life of joy was sucked out of me by going to school every day what a dumb moronic ignorant system you gotta learn biology you gotta learn chemistry you gotta learn algebra you gotta what have I gotta learn this for I don't want to learn that that's not who I want to be. You got to be that. We have a general diploma and an academic diploma. Ah, shove it. And now, going back to fear and hysteria and occupied peace, kids don't want to go to school. Oh, now you can't go to school if you're not vaccinated. Oh, yeah, America, the land of the free. I read what they did to this poor couple. They're not allowed to look, see their kid, have possession of their child because they didn't want to be injected with. I think he had leukemia or something. And they wanted to try natural remedies. So now they won't let the parents see the kid. America, America. Yeah, we're going to go invade foreign countries for regime change because we're bringing freedom and democracy. Grow up. What freedom? What democracy? It's one big ripoff system. They steal our money in the name of taxes. So these low-life politicians who never work a day in their life could have... Good pay coming in. These lousy cops that bust our shops for nothing so that the cities could make and towns can make more money on the ridiculous fines that they give us for going five, seven, ten miles over the speed limit. Or drunk driving. When you go over a moronic level that they made up. So they can enrich themselves and they don't have to work. But you make sure you work and don't complain. Pay your taxes. If you're late, we're going to really get you. Disgusting. Moronic. Imbecilic. It's America. And all you got to do is look at it. The fish rots from the head down. How low can you go? 
You got it right at the top. Trump is the perfect example of America. Hey, did you see the numbers that came out on obesity rates in the military? The cats are too fat to fight. Yeah, in the Navy. You know, what the, you know what the obesity rate in the Navy is? Yeah, the ship is state ready to sink, anchors away. 20% obesity rate. We're the toughest country in the world. We're going to beat everybody that tries to... And you know what they're talking about now? You know how stupid they're talking about now? United States Pentagon blowhards, general jerk. Now we have David have any conflict with Taiwan? We're ready to move in forces. Ha! Chinese will wipe you out like they did in Korea. Like you're lost in Korea and are lives that you're ruined. I went to an Italian-American foundation meeting. I belong to an Ulster County. And by the way, we're having the festival coming up soon. Not going to want to miss it. Up here in Kingston, down on the Rondout on Sunday, October 13th, the second week of, of October. And there's this guy limping in, a guy, nice guy laughing. He could hardly walk. He told me it happened to him during the Korean War. Try smiling, nice, upbeat guy. Occupied peace is going to take us to war. Do what, do what you want. You don't want to send a buck, five, ten, or whatever you can afford. Don't send anything. Keep being pushed down. We can't do anything. You know, we're helpless. We won't laugh. You're helpless because you have no courage, most people. We're not helpless. We can beat this. And we'll talk about how when I come back in just a few minutes. See you in a bit. Progressive Radio Network, the number one network for those who care about the truth. The story behind the story, your story, my story, is all in the mix on Lead Stories right here on PRN.FM. This is Utrice Lead inviting you to share your thoughts and opinions and expand your knowledge about critical issues of the day, Monday through Friday, right after Gary Knoll's show. Listen live to a broadcast or get Lead Stories whenever you want from PRN's archive. You can even rate the show on iTunes. Now pass the word. Tell this story to everyone you know. The Progressive Radio Network is moving forward. And we hope you're coming with us. Hi, this is John Lobel. You can hear my show, Visionaries, at 10 a.m. on Mondays on PRN. And guess what? PRN now has its own app. So you've always been able to listen to our shows by going to your web browser and putting in prn.fm, and then you can listen to the current show that's on air. But you can now download onto your smartphone, Android and iPhone, our PRN browser, search for it in your app store, and you can listen live to whatever's on at the moment. So... Download now our PRN.FM app. This is PRN, Progressive Radio Network, your voice for independent views. Mama, zoom, zoom, bakala. Oh, mama, zoom, zoom, bakala. And that musician with that trumpet in his hand. Oh, boy, Madonna, me. Madonna, me, if the me too heard of the trumpet in his hand. Oh, they would have banned that song. <laughs> anyway. So, as we were talking before, about peace. We're going to war. 
we are in war. You know, I'm so sick and tired of the race and gender and religious games that people play. Good and bad, evil and moral come in all races, creeds, colors, genders. Look who the head, Mario Draghi's coming out as the top bankster for the International Mafia Federation. Oh, excuse me, International Monetary Fund. I mean, Christine Lagarde's coming out as the head. She is the head of the International Mafia, um, International Monetary Fund, and she's now going to become ECB head when Mario Draghi leaves next month. They're putting in a woman to take Lagarde's place. She's now a top one at the World Bank. Men, women, makes no difference. You know how they cancel the meeting that was supposed to be at Camp David with the Taliban? Now, here's a great woman for you. The next mushroom cloud you see, remember her? Selling us the lie of the Iraq war? Condoleezza Rice. A couple of shades darker than me. Oh, yeah. And how about her uh, cohort? Colin, and you know what goes down the colon, Crap Powell, the liar who put up that colon of where showing proof that Saddam Hussein had weapons of mass destruction to the UN as an excuse to go to war, which he did not. She's relieved, quote, that's a quote, I'm relieved. She's relieved because the U.S. didn't have talks with the Taliban to end this disgusting war in Afghanistan. And America is not a racist nation, in my opinion, based on the facts. Are there racists? Of course there are. Are there anti-Semites? Of course there are. Are there people that don't like Italians? Of course there are. And any other nationality? You know, those Irish, boy, they could drink, huh? All of them, sure. Let's generalize and really be stupid. Because if America was a racist nation, Barack Obama, the lying piece of garbage, murderer, Nobel Peace of Crap Prize winner, Obama, would never have been president in a racist nation. Capisce? Never would have won a primary or a secondary. So going back to Condoleezza Rice, excuse me, I forgot, that's another one. Oh, another couple of shades darker that talked along with white, Hitlery Clinton and Samantha Powell to overthrow the regime of Gaddafi. Women. So here's Condoleezza Rice, our former Secretary of State. Why, how could a racist nation have a black woman as a Secretary of State? And under a white guy. So, she's on CBS This Morning. And I used to be on that show a lot, by the way. Quote, I'm relieved that we walked away from these talks. Rice said there were some, quote, telltale signs that the Taliban was not willing to negotiate seriously with the United States, including the Taliban's unwillingness to recognize the Afghan government. 
Let's stop on that. Recognize the Afghan government? You mean the puppet government? The puppet government installed by the United States? We had no business going into Afghanistan. I wrote about this in detail in our Trends Journals. Please tell us, they said, of any evidence you have that Osama bin Laden was responsible for this. We don't have to show you evidence. Bush said, don't you know who we are? We're not ready to talk. We're not going to talk. We talked enough. Bombs away. A disgusting, disgusting puppet government. And Miss Rice doesn't like that they didn't talk with the disgusting government. Losers, you're losers. This is, by the way, one of the reasons I got banned from all the mainstream media when the Afghan war broke out. Because one of my top trends that USA Today, when it was a real newspaper, used to print each year, it was, and you could go on our site and see it, December 12, 2000, headline, USA Today, 2001 won't be our year, Trendseer says. I warned that a wave of anti-Americanism was sweeping the globe and Americans wouldn't be safe at home or abroad, based on our foreign policy. Oh, yeah. People forgot Bill Clinton destroying Iraq, bombs away every time he got with his pants down or his you-know-what was in some place else. People forgot that. People forgot Madeleine Albright, or not all that bright, our U.S. ambassador to the U.N., telling Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes that it was worth the price of 500,000 Iraqi children dead worth the sanctions. Um, oh, by the way, B.S. Bernie Sanders supported that as well as congressman. Another piece of garbage that never worked a day in his life. Can't stand these politicians. Enough. So Condoleezza Rice goes on. As well as the uncertainty as to whether the organization would support the Afghan constitution. Yeah, that we invented. Rice also said she would have chosen a different venue. Who gives a damn? Who cares what you would choose, you lying piece of murderous garbage? Oh, you can quote me on that. Mushroom cloud? She also defended the nearly two-decade conflict in Afghanistan. You ready for this? Noting that American troops remained in West Germany for 45 years before unification of East and West Germany. And American troops are still in South Korea to maintain peace in the region. Could you believe this garbage? Could you believe this stupid crap? Don't send a penny to occupy peace. No, nope. keep it going like this. Keep the Rices and the Powells and the, and the other murderers. On top. Only keep their voice out there. Don't put the voice of peace out there because it will take money, money to hear the voice of peace. She goes on to say Americans are tired of some of the responsibilities, but frankly, there's no one but the United States. Can you believe it? But frankly, what Frank are you talking about? I say, well, how come you, Frank, <laughs> frankly. And by the way, the Pew Research Center poll found that the majority of Americans believe the conflicts in Iraq and Afghanistan are not worth the cost. Remember, this is who they put out there. Quote, remember the patience that helped us create stability in Europe, that helped us create stability in Asia, right? What patience? You should be a patient in a mental institution. You should be in jail for as a war criminal. A patient should have taken you away in a straitjacket with all the rest of them. Penis Cheney, because I can't say dick. I don't want to get censored. 
Oh, wolfish it's. Yeah, like all the rest of them. Mental institutions, war criminals. Don't occupy peace. I'm also worried that we're tearing ourselves apart, Rice said. Ready for this? Referring to a return of what she called the four horsemen of apocalypse. Oh, mushroom clouds to now four horsemen, huh? Why, I find that very degrading to men. Why not horse women of apocalypse? Because, boy, you could get on one of those ponies and ride. Populism, nativism, isolationism, and protectionism. I am for protectionism. I am for no foreign entanglement, which, which, which disgusting human beings like you call isolationism. And I'm an American first. My blood's Italian. My heart's American. And if that doesn't work with you, too bad. Because I couldn't be the free me if I was born in Alta Villa Apino of Ica Quence. I would have been stuck into that system. I was a me because lucky me was born in the Bronx. And my first several years of life there. And I'm also a lucky guy, being a Napolitano from the Bronx, that I was born the first of the baby boomers, 1946. And I had older brothers and sisters, you know, born in the 30s. So I got to learn from the past. And I grew up right at the time of the, the big boom in America. So I see things very differently. And by the way, if you have any questions or answers, <clears throat> feel free to call 1-888-874-4888. Condoleezza rice. Yeah, cook that rice. Boil that rice. Steam that rice. Hey. And what else do we have over here? Let's check those markets again, see what's going on. Bump, ba da bump. Stock a market. Where are you there? Come on up. Boop, ba da boop, bip, ba da bip, bop, ba da bop. Boom, boom. Dow Jones up 74 points. Gold's up a little bit. And oil. Oil is flat, but it's over 62 now. I want to talk about this because it's all global nomic. Over there in Saudi Arabia, they put a royal family head now running the, uh, the oil operation. Up until now, they never had that before. I mention that because Saudi Arabia needs oil. Different estimates. The one that I keep seeing is about $100 a barrel. At 62, they're losing a lot of dough. I mentioned to you Russia's lowering interest rates. Their economy is going backwards, too. They're going to be cutting more production. It's as simple as that. Will they cut it enough to keep boosting the prices? That's a question. But now remember, Trump and others blame China for purposely devaluing its currency. They're in Minbi or Yuan. China's the biggest importer of oil in the world. Oil is based in petrodollars. The lower their currency goes, the more they have to pay. They don't want to devalue their currency. China is in a very serious economic problem. 
their debt load is over $40 trillion. Debt to GDP ratio around 300 plus. United States, it's under 100. So that's what you got. So they're going to do what they can to push up oil prices. Now let's go back to the economy in the United States and everywhere. I mentioned earlier that U.S. household income showed no growth in 2018. People living paycheck to paycheck, you know the numbers. With some 70, 80% of the people can't afford a $400 bill if it hits them hard. All of a sudden, rising oil prices, the more that goes into the gas tank, the less that goes into retail. So those are the things to watch. And again, remember, tomorrow, the European Central Bank is going to announce their latest policy on whether or not more QE, quantitative easing, and how much more negative interest rates are going to go. So I'm just suggesting to you, if you want to learn about the future, take a look at the current events forming the future. Because it's important also to watch when that happens, and you're looking at the markets, how they react. And then next week, the Federal Reserve is going to announce how much they're going to lower interest rates. It's a given almost that they're going to lower them at least 25 basis points. If they don't, you'll see the markets crash. Not crash, crash, but lose a lot of dough. And gold prices will go down. If they lower them 25 basis points, it's what you see today. Not much change. That's my forecast. Of course, there are wild cards. That's why nobody can predict the future. When people call me a futurist, I'm not a futurist. Nobody can predict the future. And again, there's no more wilder card than the Trump card. So that's what we have it on the market front. And looking around the world, when you talk about why the markets go up and down, and they say trade wars and trade talks, a lot of U.S. companies are now pulling out of China because they don't want the tariff deal. But they're not coming back to the United States. They're going to Thailand. They're going to Vietnam. They're going to Cambodia. They're going to anywhere they can to find cheaper labor. India. So it's still not made in the USA. And I'm all in favor of made in USA. I'm in favor of buying local. I'm in favor of a self-sustaining US economy. With 200, excuse me, 325 million plus people. Rich in resources, both human and natural. We have all we need here to take care of ourselves. Of course, unless you want to get some real good prosciutto from Italy or some great wine from France or a different kind of style from higher fashion, then it's a different story. But that's a small part. Want to buy that nice foreign car? Great. Pay more for it? It's a tax. We have to sustain ourselves. We have to work with ourselves. We have to support each other. Because if we don't, we go down. That's the way I see it. And again, the motto of the Trends Journal is think for yourself. And then what you're also seeing as the globe goes down, you're seeing more strikes happening. Although in the United States there are strikes, but they're mostly in public servant strikes because the unions keep declining. Numbers keep getting smaller. So you don't have that human, you, you don't have that union force out there to drive it. But for example, over in Ann Korea, General Motors, they got a big strike going on. 
But the sales again, they're falling all over. Auto sales. So those are the things to look at as you're looking into the future. And of course, as you're looking into the future, when all else fails, they take you to war. And we have that Israeli election coming up with Nuts Netanyahu trying to win. And he just came out saying that he's accusing Iran of secret nuclear weapons site. So if war breaks out with Iran, it's the beginning of World War III. He called it a secret atomic warehouse. And of course, Iran rejected it. Ah, very, very sad. Very sad. But again, it's up to us to change it. We talked about occupying peace. It's my passion. I love peace and beauty. And anything you can do to help to move it can change what's going on, unless you want the banksters and the criminals to stay in charge. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. We got Maury from New York City. Hey, Maury. Hey, uh, allow me to be a bit of a devil's advocate at asking this question. Okay. Uh, what, ha- what, has, <laughs> what has Occupy Peace actually done to achieve its goal, and what can it realistically hope to achieve? Well, what we've done to achieve its goals, we try to hold you know, uh, rallies, but what we want to do is hold festivals because we believe that's the way to do it to change the spirit. So we want to have music, vendors, and, and top speakers like Ron Paul and others, who's a friend of mine, and I spoke at his peace conference as well. But it's the only peace movement with an agenda. So let's go and put it into place. <clears throat> we have Tulsi Gabbard, for example, right? She's mm-hmm. running for president. She wants no more regime change. So one of the top elements of Occupy Peace unlike Condoleezza Rice, close the bases overseas. We have no right being there. And when you look at the data, Maury, as I read to you, how the people are disgusted with these wars and finding no value in them. If we had a referendum on it, that we could get on the ballots, we'd win it. And that's all you have to do. You win one big one, and then you bring the other ones into place. Force Congress to vote to go to war which is by the Constitution, which they have not done since World War II. How dare they? So we get this message out there. So El Presidente doesn't have the power. So that's what we're doing. And the other one, when we bring the troops home, to have them rebuild our third world infrastructure. In construction business, they can't find skilled labor. You're getting out of the service and you've been taught nothing, virtually. Now they'll be taught skills, the Work Progress Administration, to mirror what we did during the Great Depression. Look at what the greatness we built, the highways, the Yehuvah dams, the this is the that's. We could have them doing that. It brings pride back to them and to the soul of America. And again, I want to do this with festivals. And I have the people that can do it. One a matter of fact, one of the people that's on the board of directors, Gary Chetkoff, head of WDST Radio in Woodstock, puts on Mountain Jam. Willie Nelson was the headliner there just this past June at Bethel Woods. I have the pros behind us. We don't have the money to do it. And we're talking chump change when it comes from billionaires, millionaires, pennies, 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 pennies. But the three richest men in the world won't give us a penny. Matter of fact, I know one of them. Peter Buffett, Warren Buffett's son, rents one of my buildings from me. Novell Foundation. He was here when we launched Occupy Peace. I asked him to help donate. He wouldn't give me a penny. So there you got it. The Buffett billionaire, not a penny for peace. And you could quote me. And you can't make that one up. So thanks a lot, Maury. We only got a minute left. Got to check out. Thanks you, everybody, for tuning into Progressive Radio Network. And again, you can see what they're doing to us. 19 minutes of the debates, 19 minutes less than three, four percent, over three percent, only three percent of all the talk 
in the Democratic debate so far were about foreign policy. 3% and over a trillion dollars of our budget when it goes into military and intelligence, over a trillion goes into defense. So peace on earth, goodwill to everybody. See you next week. Tell alone, I met some other mama, me, me, mother, daughter.